Let's talk budget. We bring in Wisconsin State Senator Chris Larson. Uh, Senator, let's start with this. Are you more of a donut hole guy for your snack or a bowl of chips? Bowel donut for sure. I mean, that's my dog's name, so I'm kind of impartial. <laughs> that's a great name. <laughs> what kind of dog well, is chips, donut? Chips would, be, uh, chips would be a good name for a dog, too. I think, uh, yeah, that would work as well. Uh, yeah, it's, it's my uh, it's my kid's dog. Obviously, we lost. I lost that vote um, in, in naming the dog, but we do love her. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Hey, thanks for joining us to talk about the budget. I know we're right in the midst of the process. Joint finance meeting today. A lot of sorting out to be done. Uh, you've been through a lot of these, and the sense I get, we had Devin Lemahue on earlier, and we talked to the governor not that long ago, is that both sides are at least talking. Is that a fair way to characterize this? Does it feel like there's more an effort to work through things, or or no? Is that all a facade? It's hard to say right now, um, and I think that there's a recognition on, on the shared revenue side, right? That's, that's uh, high priority for everybody before the rest of the budget. Um, there's a recognition, right? Towns, counties, cities across the entire state are starving for shared revenue. I think there's 95% of them have fallen behind and had to do some type of referendum. So uh, I think there's a, there's a recognition they need to do something or people are going to be getting uh, pretty upset. Let me ask you about the referendum question. Uh, Senator Lemahue told us earlier today that he doesn't like the idea. He thinks that, you know, bodies should be able to decide on their own, which is what the leaders here in Milwaukee think, by and large. But Robin Voss has said it needs to go to referendum. What's your opinion on whether that should go to referendum or local governing bodies should be able to make the decision? Yeah, look, I think that there's a limited time here. We just got a presentation from the city of Milwaukee on Friday that shows that if there is not uh, an influx of dollars, whether that be direct dollars coming in or that be new revenue being produced at the local level or or being something else, uh, that they're at risk of having to lay off 500 police officers, 100 firefighters, and shut down every library in the city. So this is you know, break and break, uh, break glass in case of emergency situation. So uh, I think at that point, yeah, you, you want to try to do something as quick as possible. I, I think the way that they wrote the referendum is designed to fail. Um, so I think at the very least, giving the, the community the power to either enact it on their own and they have to face voters or to be able to write the referendum in a way that they see fit and put that to voters and leave it up to them. I don't like a lot of the making the sausage sort of questions, but I'm going to ask one here. With what you just said, with Devin Lemahue, leader of the Republicans in the Senate, saying basically the same thing that you just said, but Robin Voss saying, no, it needs to go to referendum. How does this get worked out? Yeah, I mean, look, I think that there's, this is where we have to figure out where all the votes are throughout the entire Assembly and the entire Senate. Um, and I think, look, for the other shared revenue to be able to, to flow down to other communities in the state, there's, there's no referendum there. And I, I got to believe that if there was a similar situation, obviously, City Milwaukee is bigger than all the other cities in the state. Uh, we have a good chunk of the population, so it's a little bit further advanced in its needs. Um, but every community in the state is on that track. So I think listening to the locals is, and, and bringing their voices into it is, is probably the most important piece. Um, that's who should we be listening to. Senator Chris Larson is with us on WTMJ. You bring up Milwaukee being the driver in the state, and there's no doubt about it, the numbers are the numbers, that it is in so many areas, especially on the fiscal and financial sides of things. When I talk to legislators that aren't from near Milwaukee, they still don't like the idea of money going to fund improvements at the ballpark that come from other parts of the state, even if it's from the surplus. Is it important that we get this taken care of sooner rather than later? 
Yeah, I, I've, I just had a meeting with the uh, representatives from the Brewers um, folks today. I, I think that this still has to be sold to the public. Every town hall that I've had, every community meeting about where, where this is, they're not really fond of the idea of giving a bunch of money over to the Brewers, again, without the voters having a say on it. Um, so, yeah, we want to keep the Brewers here. I, I think that they have to make the sales pitch to the public. Uh, the one thing that I said to him is, look, if you're looking for a big public handout, there should be more public at the table. Uh, and that may need to consider public ownership like the model we have in Green Bay. Um, so we don't have a threat of our home team uh, moving away because an owner sees sees more money in another community or potentially is, or is at least willing to threaten that uh, and hope that the, the community ponies up cash so that their home team isn't uh, isn't leaving them behind. And Senator Larson, uh in the Milwaukee Brewers' perspective in your conversation today, is there wiggle room on an amount that they would be satisfied with? Is it a lesser amount than what was originally proposed? Yeah, I mean, it was a good discussion because they gave me the full picture that this is these are improvements that they're looking for before the lease is up, so over the next seven, eight years. Um, and they're essentially, this is the estimate they have. This is what they say that they're going to, that they need. Um, so I, I, I think that they're not going to, there's a way to be able to find a compromise. They, they were just basically telling me what the different deals that were on the table that people were talking about. Um, but you know, they're an organization. They're looking to try and get as much money from, from the, uh, from the public at large as they, as they can, right? That's anybody who's been to Miller Park since opening day knows that the price of beer has gone up. They're willing to, they're willing to try and get as much as they can out of us. Um, that's their job. Our job as a, as lawmakers is to figure out, uh, what we can do on the public side to make sure the public's represented. I'm intrigued by something you said a moment ago, and that is that you floated the idea of a public ownership model like the Packers have, like exists in Green Bay. What was their reaction when you brought that up? <laughs> if you can imagine, it was pretty quiet. Um, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not at the front of what they want, but hey, you know, I, I, I think with, you know, I think with the, the, the prospect of the athletics moving over to Las Vegas recently, obviously there's there's not that many other markets out there. So I, I think it's it's slightly an idle threat that people don't necessarily believe. But, I, you know, I, I don't like the idea of home teams just shifting around. Right, especially in one of the, the 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 industries that America allows a monopoly on, right, with with uh, professional baseball teams. And it so, might have provided you know, a chuckle. They're open to it. I mean, I would say it might have provided a chuckle, but creative solutions come from ideas that may not be obvious and on the table. It works. It works for the Packers. It could work for the Brewers. <laughs>